Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for thunder and lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman. Woo! Oh, that was a big one. Well, I, I got to thinking as you were introducing that, mm-hmm. uh, we're somewhere right around the two-year birthday of Thunder and Lightning, so I thought I'd give you a big woo. You know, you're right. I I, I passed July 5th without noticing it. That's the that was the last B and B show. Huh? Thanks for depressing me, Joel. I appreciate that. Well, but yes, uh, to... the first Thunder and Lightning should have been around this time. Yeah. Let me see. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why I even it. randomly thought of that, but well, truth serum here, you. you Screwed up the opening, so we had yeah, to redo we, it. We did a retake, and, and I didn't say, I didn't say B and B show. <laughs> so anyway, th- that kind of got me to thinking. Oh, we're right around the time we started back a year, a uh, couple years ago. So. Yeah. Let's see here. Good pod. That would have started. Uh, it appears on July seventh. Okay. No, it's weird. July eighth. July eighth was the first thunder and lightning. So there you go. A little over two years of us now. Well, happy anniversary. Well, you too. Did you get me anything? Uh, I got a couple. Got some fruit snacks some fruit over snacks. there. No, I wouldn't take those. Those for your kids. <laughs> I want to thank all our listeners who've suffered with us through the first couple minutes of this show. <laughs> We're tuning in at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors, Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Strange Brew, you know, they've been with you throughout all of this. They're going to continue to be with you, so make sure you're with them. Head over to Strange Brew today. Let's go to the drive-thru on Highway 12 or the walk-up window over at University Drive and get yourself that, that I think once again we're at that point, though, you know, where you might, you know, you might need a little boost to get through the day. Well, Strange Brew can take care of that for you big time. You've just got to go by and see them. So let the Brewistas handle all that business for you, and they'll take good care of you over at Highway 12 or on University Drive. And, of course, Brupolo, ironically, in Tupelo. I don't know. Do you think that was done on purpose? Is that just a really big coincidence? Surely not. Just coincidence. Yeah, it's got to be. All right. uh, Our good friends over at College Corner. I mean, you know. They're still selling money over there. They are still selling money. I didn't know it was legal to sell money. (laughs) Imagine, imagine if it was like, "Hey, I'll give you a hundred bucks for seventy dollars." I mean, how quickly would you jump on that, right? You go to the ATM immediately. Be like, "Wait here." Well, you you, you got that wrong. Yeah. Seventy bucks for a hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, not hundred dollars for seventy bucks. Yeah, well, okay. You, you see what I'm? Yes, getting. I got you. Don't don't ask me to be right about things. I I I can't. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if I just said straight up, if I came to you the street and said. If you've got seventy bucks, I'll give you a hundred dollars. You would you would move heaven and earth to find seventy bucks. Yeah, you offering? No. Okay. No. Uh, but that said, College Corner is. All you got to do is go to collegecornerstore.com, search for a gift card, and boom, hundred dollar gift card is only going to cost you seventy dollars, thirty percent off whatever purchase. Again, if I said, I'll give you two hundred bucks for one hundred forty dollars, you're going to make that happen. 
So make it happen with College Corner. You just can't go wrong. And, of course, when you get a College Corner gift card, it means you're getting a chance to shop at the biggest and best selection of MSU merchandise in central Mississippi. You can go by either one of their two stores, over in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet, over in uh, Flowood by the Half Shell. You can check them out today over at College Corner. Our good friends at Advantage Business Systems know that in these uncertain times... You know, business goes on, work goes on, and you've got to make sure you're doing everything to the best of your ability. They can help you do that. They can keep you up to date on the latest technology, everything you need to keep your office running smoothly and efficiently. So give them a call today and find out what 45 years of experience does for you in this state. So, again, give them a call, 844-833-6245, or visit them online at absms.com and find out why Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. All right. Our first show had a, uh, a commitment. Who was it? Martin Emerson. Yeah. Look at there. Yeah. So we're, I, I saw uh, uh, the, the the quote was 2019 commits to, from Paul. I quote tweeted him. Yeah. 2019 DB commits to Mississippi State. No surprise. I was hoping it was Jerry and Jones. <laughs> it's like that that would just been about right, wouldn't it? <laughs> what else was on that show? What did we talk about? Uh, we talked about Carter Stewart. Whether or not he would ever pitch at Mississippi State. He did not. He did not. The poll, we ran a poll that day, and 43% of you were right that he would never pitch at Mississippi State. 42% said yes, due to in- and then 40, 15% said no due to injury. <laughs> so, there you go. Good times. Yeah, looking back through these old polls are, are pretty interesting. What was your biggest concern going into football season? I had Moorhead as an SEC coach, Fitzgerald's health, or wide receivers. What do you think won? This was uh, going into the 18th season. Fitzgerald's health. No. Did that win? No. Wide receivers was 71%. Well, see, that would have been like, you know, oh, coming tw- off the injury. 20, yeah. 2020 yeah. vision. Like Moorhead, looking Moorhead back. as an SEC coach, only 8% of you were right. Congrats to that 8%. They were ahead of the curve. Well, I kind of think that the wide receiver thing influenced that part of it. It didn't help. <laughs> <laughs> it did not. It'll be interesting to, to look back. Like after this season, if these guys put up huge numbers, mm-hmm. hoping that there is a season, if Osiris Mitchell and company put up huge numbers, and you're like, man, why could they not do that with Joe? Kind of thing. Like, like if they if you see right. the actual skill set was there right, to right, produce. Right. No, I see what you're saying. I see what yeah. you're saying. That's that's an interesting topic there. That, because you know, like if they come out this year and play this year, and are and and the receivers are still not good. Yeah. Then, then you can be like, well, then All it's right, a, Joe, I get it. <laughs> then it's an indictment on Mullen. Yeah, it's an indictment on the receivers. You know, for the I mean, assuming that it's not just Malik Keith and and you know, Tulu Griffin that are the problems. You know, but if Mitchell, Austin Williams, those guys are, I'm trying to think who who's you know who, Javante Payton's a Moorhead guy. So I mean, it's mainly on Mullen though, because you should have some juniors and seniors that he recruited. That would be on the depth chart. If if they are better, who's it an indictment of? Mullen, Moorhead, Fitzgerald, and Stevens. Who 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 is the yeah. indictment on? I don't know, but I just hope here in a couple of months we're sitting here arguing about. Yeah, I would like to have that argument the, the, the on production, in mid October. The production or lack thereof. Either way. Well, Joel, we're, it means it's game playing. five, and Osiris Mitchell already has seven hundred yards. <laughs> what happened? I, I like whenever we think about receivers. I always think about when we went to the. Uh, the clinic that Joe Moore had put on, and mm-hmm. he, he looked at us. That was the day we had run the poll. We'll stay to have a 500-yard receiver, and he looked right at us. He's like, I saw your poll, yes, and we'll have more than one. And they didn't. And they didn't. 
and they didn't. So that wasn't what we were going to talk about today, but it's it's an interesting discussion. Yep. Well, I mean, I'm trying to think of like you know, <laughs> defensively, there's no indictment to be made because Shoop wasn't working with a full group last year. Mm-mm. I think if if Willie Gay and and Mar- Marcus Murphy specifically had played the entire season, that defense is totally different. Totally oh, different. Yeah, I mean, the games Willie Gay played yeah. in. You beat Kansas State. You beat uh, – and I know you're going to say, well, they didn't beat Tennessee. But but the defense played well. The defense played well. It wasn't It wasn't the defense's part. And, and, and at that point, maybe you're, you know, it's a little different season at that point. I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think who else. The, the, you know, LSU and Alabama is not, not a big difference there. Um, Auburn – is it different going to Auburn if you're undefeated? If they've been four and zero and playing with confidence, maybe. Yeah. It's so tough to say because that Auburn game was a train wreck from the get. It was, but maybe it's not as bad with Willie Gay. And maybe Marcus. not. And the other thing, I, I, somebody tweeted this to me, and I, I sort of agreed with it at the time. And that's when you are you're going to suspend these guys for eight games, and you get to pick the four that you want to play them in, right? The games that you don't pick them. You're sort of tapping out from the start. You're saying you're saying we probably, not probably don't have a chance anyway. to win this. Yeah, you know. That's supposed to think, think about the Arkansas game. Did you really need Willie Gay and Lee Autry and, and those guys? I don't think Lee Autry played that game because he played against Southern. But did you really need him? No. Yeah. You know, I would have. I'm not saying I would have played them against LSU or Alabama, but I would have played them against Auburn and Texas A&M just to have a chance. But, but yeah, you know, shoot, shoot. She got dealt a bad hand last year. I really felt bad. And, and, you know, 18 people want to point. Well, they had so much talent. But that doesn't mean you can just put your mom in the booth and say, go get them. You know, you had, he had to. And he, you know, I, I, one thing I remember about the 18th season is he consistently called blitzes at the right time. Mm-hmm. Now, he didn't have to blitz a ton because he had Simmons and Sweat. But when he called blitzes, he, they disrupted things and, and, and they, screwed, they screwed up the other team's offense. So. The next, the past two years of Mississippi State football will make for an interesting oral history on the athletics someday. Yeah. Somebody will sit down and talk to Moorhead and Shoop five or six years from now, Trader, and all those guys. And, yeah. And, I mean, and you look at, I mean, back to Joe. I mean, you look at his career record, which will be, what, 14 and 12? Is that right? Yeah. And he won back to back egg bowls and, and, and went to bowl games. <laughs> I mean, yeah. from, you know, from 30,000 feet looking down at that. You're kind of like, well, compare that to Mississippi State football history. Yeah. Not, not too shabby, you know? Well, I mean, MSU has had what? How many coaches retire above 500? Three? <laughs> maybe, maybe four or five? I mean, of, of the, they've had you know, close to two and a half dozen coaches. You know, McKean, Mullen, Moorhead. I, I, would, I would imagine, like, like I think uh, – Daryl Royal, you know, so, I mean, especially if you're talking about two seasons or more, you know, a couple guys that play coach one season, there's not a lot. So yeah, something interesting to think about. We'll talk more about that, I'm sure, down the road. Uh, what we were going to talk about today, I guess, we'll just move on into this topic here. Uh, brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef, who, if you saw uh, this weekend, was Welcome Home Beef and Pork on my grill, big pork butt came out delicious. Can't wait to. I'm going to go home today. I'm making some barbecue nachos. The leftover. Good call. Oh, man, I can't wait. I'm excited. Uh, but these guys, they can take care of you, too. They can they can get you whatever it is you're wanting to put on the grill this weekend. We've got these free weekends. We might as well be cooking. So why don't you give them a call today at 662-418-2021. Visit them online at facebook.com slash welcomehomebeef. They've got the menu up there with all the steaks, the ribs, the chops, 
the briskets, the roasts, the burgers. But they can also make those special orders for you. All you've got to do is ask. You know, this full-service butcher shop, as far as I'm concerned, they can take care of you. And plus, beyond all that, you know, they've got a wide selection of barbecue rubs up there. So if you're looking to change things up, you've been doing the same thing over and over again on the grill, want to change it up, get a different flavor, Welcome Home Beef can handle that for you too. And, of course, not for, not much longer now. They're, they're expanding that business there. They're going to have food ready to, to eat and order there. So I talked to them the other day. You know why they haven't, they haven't opened? Why is that? Because of the pandemic. It's it's pushed back so much with like the government that they're just behind on health inspections yeah. and stuff, which is not a good sign, by the way, for restaurants that are already open. <laughs> not great. Like this expired last year. Oh, we're still clean back here. Sure. Yeah, yeah. That's not a rat. No problem. Anywho, uh, welcome home, beef. Whenever you get whatever you get from them, beef, pork, game, chicken, fish. I can keep going down the list. I don't know what other animals they sell. Whatever it is, though, I'll make you one promise. It just tastes good. Hey, do you realize we would have been headed to SEC Media Day this yeah, week? Yeah, we would be doing the show. We would have been doing the show and then getting in the car. At least I would have. I don't know. Yeah. What, was, I, what were your plans for that? I probably just, I mean, seeing as how state. I just cover state, especially now. I was uh, interested to see I how it was going to work for me. Today. Because. So last year I went. Now, Borky didn't go last year. Me, Cross, and Rippy went. Of course, Rippy's no longer with us. He's not dead, but he's just no longer with us. They 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 roomed me and Rippy together. I was gonna see if they were gonna like room me and Borky together. Because if they had, I was gonna say something. They're like, "All right, hold on." Yeah, am I, am, I, am I just the third wheel here? Why can't I get my own room? Cross that got his own room last year. It's his turn to room with somebody. Doesn't that make sense? Dang, old Miss people. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't matter now. It's not happening. So. I was also looking forward to it. He owes me a steak. He said we're going to go to this great steak place in Atlanta. Instead, I don't know if I may die before I pick that up. If I, if I, I don't know if this counts as legal. I don't know if this counts, but if you're a lawyer and you're listening, help me out. If I die before I get that steak off of Cross, I want it to go to Joel. Ooh, okay. You can have my steak dinner. I mean, that's and recorded I want you, audio. I want you to do two things, yeah, but you, there's two conditions. You got to order expensive, all right. You got to right. go outside your comfort zone, all right. Get some, get a big appetizer, biggest steak on the menu. Get a couple of sides. Well, in this instance, I would just, you know, instead of the old WWJD bracelet, it'd be like, what would what be, would Brian what, do? What would Brian do? Exactly. And then, so I'll just go that. Route. I'm going to require a dessert. You, gotta, you know what? You got to eat a dessert in my honor. I, I was going to say like. I, I'm not looking forward to, to this happening, mm-hmm. but in your honor, I would eat a dessert. All right, I appreciate yes, that. So. No doubt. Hopefully, I can get the, the what dinner. What would you order? What's the dessert? Banana see, pudding? You I like banana pudding? I don't like banana pudding that much. Okay. No. Uh, I love banana pudding. Think, think about a steakhouse, too. They're not going to have Cheesecake. That's what you'd get. Cheesecake. Creme brulee is always popular. But, you know, so anything sort of caramelly, butterscotchy, toffee kind of thing going on, You're all I, in I'm on interested that? in okay. that. You got my, you got my, you've piqued my curiosity at that point. This, you know, I see the dessert menu. You had my curiosity, but now you have my attention. That's where I would be with that. So, All right, here's what we got. Uh, on Friday, the Pac-12 made the, went ahead and made the push. They're going to go to conference only. Later today, or if you're listening on Sunday, later on Monday, the National Junior College Association, uh, I don't know the, the acronym, uh, is look, they're going to move to the spring, which I have no idea how that's going to work for them. I thought they'd already announced that, but maybe they not. haven't announced it officially okay. because it's Sunday. I yeah. mean, they'll announce officially tomorrow. That is what the sources are saying. Joel and I have an idea for the SEC. We are we are full of ideas. Yeah, 
We had the Joel Haydad plan the other day. Some of which looks like it's going to happen. Some of it might happen. <laughs> uh, but that said, what our idea is this. The SEC should announce this. That they should announce. They're not going to conference only. They're going to allow you to keep your conference schedule the way that it is right now. And they're going to allow conference games played, non-conference games played against teams within, we, we said, a 200-mile radius. Because this doesn't, some of this stuff doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense for until Florida and South Carolina they can travel to Missouri or, or vice versa. But you can't play Clemson or Florida State in your own state. Now, I know that the reason they're doing this is to keep uh, protocols in place, keep people safe. I understand that. You know, you want to be able like, we have 14 teams. They're all playing by the same playbook. We're all playing by the same set of rules. But the SEC is going to make an exception for the ACC. That is going to happen. Because they want to keep Clemson, South Carolina. They want to keep Florida, Florida State, Louisville, Kentucky, Georgia, Georgia Tech. They want to keep those games. And I just feel like if you're going to make an exception for one, you can make exceptions for others, provided that they can prove that they are doing everything they can to, to stay safe. And the other thing, I like, you got to help some group of five teams out or they're not going to make it. Some teams are, and some SES schools, they're just not going to make it. So there's, there needs to be a situation where you lift some people up. A little, little socialism, I guess, a little Marxism at its best, but that's what really what college athletics is. It's the big team sort of lift everybody else up. So... And I, I just came up with another rule, but I think it makes sense. Because we want to spread the wealth as much as we can here. Nobody can schedule the same out-of-conference opponents. Okay. So, so if State plays Southern Miss, Ole Miss Ole cannot Miss can't. play Southern So I think Ole Miss should play Southern Miss. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, think about it like this. Ole Miss, State played Southern last year. Yeah. Ole Miss played Memphis last year. Switch, Switch them up. up. Switch them up. Yeah. So State, I, if I'm State, I'm playing... Memphis, I'm playing Jackson State. You can keep Alabama A&M. You can keep that game. Yeah. And then you got to find one more. UAB. UAB would be a good choice. The problem with UAB is they're going to be there would be some internal push to have them play Auburn or Alabama, you would think. Yeah. But Alabama and Auburn have always been like we don't want to play those teams. LSU has it really easy. They got four non-conference teams in the state that they could play. They could they could easily say that we're playing ULL, ULM, La Tech and how far is Baton Rouge to all? I guess it's probably further than that, but Baton Rouge to Houston would be closer. But they could play Houston, somebody like that. Yeah. They could play Rice, yeah. somebody like that. And, and, and we talked about this off air, but then you, you do have to kind of balance this with, well, what are those other schools doing? You know, what, but I think, but I, like you said, I think if you offered them a big old paycheck to come play a non conference football game, most of them would figure that out. Yeah. No, you're right. They absolutely I mean, would. Yeah, you offer uh, Alabama A&M still, hey, you're going to get your money, just come to Starkville. Well, it's actually further than that. It's 268 miles to Houston, so no, never oh, mind. Okay. But still, Tulane. They got they got LSU has a ton, ton of options. Ole Miss plays uh, Southern. Alcorn, they're already playing Alcorn in a few years. Play, go ahead and play them now. Um, then I, I don't know, just figure it out. Arkansas State, can you do that? Oxford to what is that? Where are they? Jonesboro? I think so. No, that's not. I'm on Facebook. Like that's not going to tell that's me. That's not going to help you. We're doing a lot. We're doing a lot of work here. The distance is. Why is this not coming up on just like maps? That's weird. I don't know, but Arkansas State is in Jonesboro. 
So well, that, that's that. a good start. Oh, okay. <laughs> because when you put in Oxford, it gives you the real Oxford. It gives you the University of. Huh. So. Well, it's 155 miles. Perfect. Arkansas State. So we got three, and then they just need to find one more. Um, how many? He- I don't know. We already said Memphis, but is there another? Of course, the NCAA also made that ruling, by the way, that you can play two FCS teams. They could play maybe like Austin P. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the problem. Chad Bumpus would be all over that, wouldn't he? <laughs> Boy, he'd be fired up to win that one. That'd be a lot of fun. Actually, that would be because I mean. Lovings, their new head coach, there, former. I, I don't remember that former guy, classmate of of mine. So it'd be a lot of fun to to have that. But no, another problem you run into here is, I mean, if you're gonna play, oh, that's too far. If you're gonna play twelve games, mm-hmm. you starting on time. You were gonna have to push this back and create some space. You're gonna have to do that. I don't. I don't. I don't. That that. There's a lot of headache and logistical work that you and I aren't getting paid to do. But the big picture idea, which is what we do here on the show, we present million dollar ideas. This yeah. is one for the SEC, I think. I mean, this this way, you keep twelve games. You 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 are limiting travel, especially by your teams, because those four home those four games they're all home games. You're not we're we're not going on the road for that. You're gonna get eight home games at home. You're maximizing what revenue you can get for what fans you can put into the stadium, which I think you'll have to put. You're going you're gonna to have to put fans in the stadium. They're going to have to wear a mask. They're just going to have to wear a mask. Yeah. And anybody says, well, I won't wear a mask. Well, then you won't go to the game. You'll tick, your tickets will be refunded, and you just don't go to the game. You watch it on TV. Mm-hmm. You'll probably be happier anyway. What would you make of uh, – I know we talked about this off air. I don't know that we plan to bring it on air, but uh-huh. what would you make of Sankey's comments on Saturday? His comment basically that the situation is now dire at this point. He's was right. That, he's right, but was that his – was that a? I read a column, I think, from Seth Emerson of the Athletic, if I remember right, who wrote it. Was that Greg Sankey's final plea to get people to try I and, think so. and behave, I guess, and do things the right way so that they're going to be a football season? This or is, is the that last... him resigning to the fact that? Uh oh, it's a little both. I think it's. I think it's more. We. I think because I still believe there's a window here that if you can get people to do the right things and. Whether you want to hear it or not, and I'll go and tell you right now, if you're one of these people like, well, I just won't listen if they're going to talk about this, buddy. There's not an MSU podcast for you to listen to then, because I know Steve Robertson is telling you all this, and I know Justin Strawn and whoever else is, wants to see football this fall is going to tell you the same thing I am about to tell you here. But if people will do the right things and wear a mask and socially distance and and try to keep public outings to a minimum over the next month, think about when we when we, when when quarantine started and all yeah. that, right? The, the curve, it went down. It did go down. Yeah, well, I mean, even like four weeks ago, we were pretty optimistic. Right. But then it just got out of hand. And I know people want to point at the protests, but that's fine. But there have been other, there's, you know, people have started going out. Businesses have opened back up. And, and people were just going around with, I, I'm guilty of it. I stopped wearing a mask. I've put it back on. So if people can do that for a month, if you can get, you know, from today to like mid August, you have a chance to have football season. It might be a couple weeks late, but you have a chance to have it. But if you just keep doing what you're doing, whether you want to, if you believe it's an infringement on your freedom, if you believe you just blah, 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 it doesn't matter what you believe in the situation. The conferences are not going to play football if things continue in the, the, the trend that they're continuing. Yeah. It is, it's just that simple. So it's sort of, we're going back to the whole flag thing. 
you know, where I said, if you support the flag, you're not supporting Mississippi State. You can do what Mississippi State and the SEC are telling you to do, or you can just not have football. I mean, those are your two options, though. Wasn't there a Nick Saban PSA? Which is amazing that it didn't work. Like, I guess we're on, Nick Saban doesn't strike me as a guy that would just do something just to do it. <laughs> if Nick Saban's out there saying, please do this so we can maybe have a football <laughs> season, <laughs> I think that, that carries some weight a little it bit. It should. Like, it should have. I, look, is it going to work? I don't know, but I, I'm willing to give it a shot to try. <laughs> that's, again, <laughs> you know? that's the thing. You know, At the worst case scenario, we're just right where we are. Right, right. And, you know, it just, it's just its just a matter of, you know, people say it's, it's a matter of choice. It is a matter of choice. You can choose to have football or not. Your, your political be- beliefs don't matter in this situation because you're not the one making the decision. The people who make these decisions, if cases continue, it doesn't matter what the, it doesn't matter what the death rate is. It doesn't. I know the death rate has stayed relatively low. I know that. But it doesn't matter. As long as cases continue to rise and that, that, that curve is not flattened, it's, it's rising, this isn't going to happen. Well, it, to bring it back a little bit, it, we say it probably at least once a week on this show, perception is reality. Perception is reality. And if that curve is up, the perception is this thing is getting out of hand and they're not going to play football. <laughs> Bottom line, they just won't. It just is that simple. And, and, you know, again, regardless of what you believe, regardless of how you feel, this is how it is. If you want to have football, it, it, you, you, need, well, you need to wear a mask. And you, I, I really don't like I didn't. We didn't plan to have this, this particular angle of the discussion, but it's come up. But you, if you want to have football, you have to wear a mask. Don't tell me. Have a chance at football. Have a chance. It, yeah. Well, I mean, there's no chance if you don't. So don't tell me you want to have football and you're not going to wear a mask. Those two things are mutually exclusive at this point. It doesn't matter what you believe. It just matters what is. And what is is this season is not going to happen if we don't, as a country, I'm not, I'm not singling anybody out, left, right, black, white, don't care, state, Ole Miss, don't care. I feel like you, those are the, like the three biggest dividing things in this country right now. Don't you agree? <laughs> it's just that simple. So, I like the plan that we've come up with. Let's just try to bring this back around. Yeah, I like this plan because I think it gives you interesting games. Uh, it allows for the G five schools who need some money to get some money. Now, hey, let me back up a second. You say that maybe there's a, a deal worked out. Where the ACC SEC kind of I think there together. will be yeah. Well, one of state's non conference games in that is an ACC game. So could they play NC State? They could, but that's a game you have to travel. I think I think they're sure. gonna I think they're gonna eliminate non conference travel. I mean, Except for if like uh, well that, that's that's not non conference. I mean yeah if well, like yeah, Florida if, State Florida I mean that's still travel right right but that's yeah well, okay yeah yeah oh that's a good point because I think I know Florida State was scheduled to host this year yeah. I guess if they I make the right. I think what they would make the agreement with 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 those games if a game was already scheduled the 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 road maybe holds home road holds whereas if you this is a new game it has to be a home game so Alabama and A&M was already a home game for Mississippi State so while all they're really doing you know is they're, all they're doing is this they're swapping out New Mexico and uh 
uh, Tulane for Memphis and UAB. And then if we have to go to FCS, you're switching out NC State for Jackson State. If there's yeah. bowls, you're going to go to one. Yeah, <laughs> It should be an eight-win team with that schedule. I'd almost say like two lanes close enough. Let them go kind of deal. Let, let that happen. How far is that? <laughs> I mean, Starkville I... to New Orleans. That is 200. That's 300 miles. I mean, it, it, I, I, it feels like it's a, you know, we'll, bring, we'll make a little religion into it, a little spirit of the law, letter of the law kind of thing. Yeah. We talked about that a lot in theology class back in the day. <laughs> uh, shout out to Miss Hosley. Uh, but I, yeah, I think you, I think you got to be sort of strict on this. I think you got to two hundred. Two hundred is our count. You know, and if you could keep, honestly, if you can keep it in state, if you can pull the LSU, see Alabama could do that. Alabama could play Troy, uh, South Alabama. I don't know how far it is to Tuscaloosa, but whatever. Maybe you could make that the rule, like in state or two hundred miles. Yeah, you know that way Texas A and M. You know Texas A and M could they could do everything with the Houston schools. Uh, North Texas, you know, just just figure it out. So, there's a lot of options out there to put together a full football schedule, and I, I just don't feel like you have to panic, especially on July 12th. I get that we're probably that things are going to be different; they're going to be a little little odd. I get that, but I don't feel like you have to pull out all the stops today. Yeah. Now you might get to August 12th and say, eh, maybe we don't need to do that. Do that, and you can make some changes, but. What are what the college football playoffs going to do with all this? Like, if there, it, you have just you're, you're thinking too big right now, I think yeah. maybe so. Just getting the twelve games in would be a miracle. I don't know that I don't know that bowls and playoffs are going to happen. If they do, though, and everybody, if everybody goes to a conference only schedule, mm-hmm. I mean, do you? I mean, how do you decide that if you just keep four teams in the college football playoff? You bring in four champions. Well, that leaves out one one of the Power Five conferences. Leaves out everybody in the group of five. I mean, yeah, that's just tough. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you do in that, at that. Somebody, point. we I think Borky brought it up on Sports Talk. He said you know, this might be a year to go to eight or go to six. He said six, and then you have a bye week or not. Yeah, I guess it yeah. is a bye week. It is a bye week. We talked about yeah. that last week. But yeah, you know, you go the Power Five and a group of five, the the highest ranked group of five or whoever. And then you know you have top two, and then you know, and you, you probably have to do it on campus. I don't I don't know how that would make it work. It's it's going to be difficult. But I mean that's something though. At the same time we're talking about something that happened December or January. Yeah. Who knows where we are then? You know, you just don't ever know. Yeah, I mean that's another thing. I mean you could start this football season and get four or five games in, and if you know, case is still rising kind of thing, then you just got to shut the whole thing down. I mean, man, there's just some. I cannot wait until Thunder and Lightning is having a podcast again where we are looking at normally scheduled stuff and talking about normally scheduled athletic stuff and there's no viruses or flags or anything else that we're talking about. We're just talking about the stuff that... Would be nice. Would be nice. Well, hopefully seems, we'll get there. Seems like it's been years. And guys, again, I, I, I'm not, I don't really want to apologize for having to talk about this mass stuff. I know you guys are tired of hearing well, it's it. Just, it's just where we are. But it's just society. where we are, and I'm just... I'm, I'm, I, I really wish everybody would... I, I get tired of seeing people who say two different things, that they want to have football, but they won't wear a mask. Because those are just connected at this point. And, we're, again, it doesn't matter what you think or how you feel. It is what it is. You know, At this point, the conferences are our parents, and we are the children. And we got to do what they say, <laughs> or we're not going to get the pony for Christmas. All right? You're not going to get that new shiny bicycle under the tree, which is football season. All right? And I'm not going the Darren Ravel route, which was disgusting and shameful. But 
I missed that. You can, you can tell me later. I will. Uh, he saw. Remember when you got in trouble for making a joke about coronavirus? Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. But but yours had happened before it was really bad. Okay. He made it after he, it. He did. He did it yesterday. Yeah. Not so. Great. Uh. But anyway. Again, I, I'm not apologizing, but at the same time, I understand if you're frustrated, and I understand that if you get mad, to be totally honest. You know, I don't like wearing a mask. It sucks. I'm fat. I have trouble breathing when it's normal. You know, but I got—I feel like I got to do what I got to do here because I want to be able to cover football this fall. You want to be able to watch football this fall? I want to be able to have a job. Yeah. Because I may not if there's no football. You no, know, if you need to go to the store, that's what ClickList is for at this point. Just schedule a pickup. Yeah. yeah. If you don't, don't want to wear a mask, that's that's. His, Walmart and Kroger will bring the groceries to your car. Yeah, we did that before all this anyway. So yeah. So, all right, guys. Tomorrow's show a little more sportsy. We're, we're going to preview uh, Tennessee tomorrow, right? I think that's our our East School. I think that's that's right. our our SEC preview for tomorrow. Um, and we'll see about some other stuff as well. Guys, have a great rest of your Sunday and a good Monday. And we'll talk to you on uh, Tuesday morning. For Joel T. Coleman, Woo. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.